Gad, this is Pinky of Pinky and the Brain. And when I'm not helping Brain take over the world, I'm listening to, what's the name of your show again? Oh, yes, I'm listening to the Really But Not Really show. Nerf Hello, hello, hello. What's up, H-Town? It's your boy, Marcel Monroe! It's the really, 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 but not really show. Only on 90.1 The Box. It's not 90.1 no. The Box. It's 90.1 The Beat. 91, 90.1 The Beat Box. Wait, no, that's wrong. It's 90 point, it's magic 90.1. It's magic 91. Point, what? Ooh, magic 90.1. Yeah, it's <laughs> actually, I'm sorry, it's sunny 90.1. Sunny. Ninety point one. That's too much harmonizing for uh ninety nine point one. Uh, it, it, is offs. that their thing? Yeah, they, you know they don't play doing, no black people rip over offs? there. Rip offs, rip offs, rip offs. They're doing rip offs. Uh, it's Christmas time. Okay, she had bells. Ding, 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 ding. What? Stop real quick. Hold on, right, right, what? Why are you playing with the fast forward and uh, rewind it so much? Because I thought you had those special effects down and I'm helping you out. You know, I just woke up. Okay. Uh, I literally, I was right there um, in the backyard, fell asleep, and just woke up. So I have no idea what the hell's going on. Um, I'm, my body is trying to get right, but my mind is telling me no. Your mind. It's trying to get right, but your body, body is FarmersOnly.com. Speaking of uh, trying to get your body and mind in sync, uh, apparently, it it's one of those things of, you know, I always say, why is it that if you are innocent of a crime, mm-hmm. uh, you, no, 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 not right no, now. no, no, okay. um, if you're innocent of a crime, maybe mm-hmm. don't go out there and whenever so a rape case uh if you will for um cuba good jr and i'm watching cuba walk up and i go well why is everybody with the head down like somber if they didn't do it if they innocent and i figured out why when cuba good jr came to court and he had a smile on his face that looked like the most dangerous man he looked like the joker like, yep, I did it. What y'all gonna do? I'm Cuba Gooden Jr. I made snow dogs. That's what he won the Oscar for, right? Snow dogs? Yeah. Okay. Or was it radio? Coming to America when he's sitting in the barber chair? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This barbershop. Oh, he's in barbershop two? No, he's in barbershop one, I believe. Oh, there was a one? <sighs> I thought it was bootleg and then we got... Then I got the studio. Or was he in uh, Beauty Shop? I don't know. I don't know. Cuba Gooden Jr. Back in the day, I watched some old, old Cuba Gooden Jr. Oh, that boy can act. And he was pretty. Mm. He would play as like the the attractive male in uh, things. And he he didn't play as just OJ. Oh. Yeah. It was amazing. See, I I liked him when he he used to be named Fidel Castro Gooden Jr. That's what I I knew. When was he named Fidel Castro Gooden Jr.? Gooden Jr. Before he became Cuba Gooden Jr. I liked his brother always more. You know, the guy from Smart Guy. Oh, Omar Epps Gooden Jr.? Yes, Omar Epps Gooden Jr. I don't think that's the boy's name. Are we confusing black people together that aren't the same people? They're, yes, you are, not oh, me. Not me. Not his you. brother was oh, on Smart you. Guy. He was more chunky, but he was a real cool guy. Well, I always can... wanted to be like him. Well, actually, truthfully, I wanted to be more like uh, Stefan from the um family matters no no what 
Stefan family. Yeah, Steve Urkel, he would change to Stefan, his cool alter ego. Okay, yeah. That guy, right? Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Nah, nah, nah. That, that's your rendition? That's his Stefan the saxophone theme music. And oh. He steps out the chamber, and the audience goes, audience goes, woo! And then Laura's like, Mm, I, I recently watched the first um you could get up on the uh the headphones um sky um i watched the first version of whenever he first turned into stefan oh and um just the way he presented it of like oh uh, hey uh laura or whatever the woman's name is um i i, I finally figured out a way to get with you which, by the way, right, males, if you have to change, and I'm talking to men right now, men, if you got to change your whole body and the way that you present yourself as a human being just to get with a woman, it ain't worth it. Now, it women, on it. the other hand. Well, for those of you guys who don't know what's going on, this is Marcel Monroe and the other guy talking about a whole bunch of stuff I don't understand was my co-host, Rosemont. And this is the really but not really show, and um, we got two special guests, um, one side character and one main event. Uh, the side character you have heard her on many of things. Um, it's uh, ScalaDawn dot com, which is is that website still working? Of course it is. Okay, is that just you showing your booty? Ah, I'm sorry. Be so mean. Hell nails, touch your booty. Uh, my, Baby, how you doing? My non-fixed, my non-fixed for men booty. We get it. You're, you're a natural <laughs> pog. Um, <laughs> we, we get it, and we love you for it, Skyla. Why are you calling her name? She's a nice lady. You need Thank more you. Respect. I'm showing a lot of respect. Uh, the brothers out there know what I'm talking about when I say pog. Now, also, okay, I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. Yeah, me neither. <sighs> I don't know if I'm being disrespected. If I should throw something at him right now, should I take this phone off the hook and hit him? Or I'll support I, you. Should I pat him on the back? See, that's the problem is, man, just supporting people just because. But that's that's a different story. And then also we have the uh, illustrious, um, I believe he's working on his 75th album. Whoa. Um, at least. Yeah, at least. that He... <laughs> He just can't stop. He's addicted, and this is something we're going to talk about today, uh-uh. uh, is addiction and um, getting over it and getting through it, and that's uh, Crino. Crino? <laughs> that's what I have on my notes, Crino. Are you saying it right? No. I believe Because my, my notes say, can't, can't, I can't pronounce. I can't read my, my writing. K-Rino. K-Rino? Uh-huh. Is it a K-Rino or Crino? See, I mess up my own name too sometimes. Sometimes I write my name and it sounds like Maselli. Is it Marcel? I like Maselli. It's more like Jadina. Have you seen his abs? I don't know. Okay, that's about size okay. point. You so, say some weird stuff sometimes. What are you talking about? So, uh, Crino's in the house. Uh, say hello to the. It's uh, K Reno. <laughs> I've been called both, man. I've been called Crino, K Rhino. So, you know. I'm used to it. But it's pronounced K Reno? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I want to get your name right. Well, I, my mom had taught okay. me to respect people. Um, for all those people who don't understand, it's, it, I know who came. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but, but the thing is, is most white folks, whenever they first read his name, they go, who's it? Uh, K Rhino Carino. I go, what the hell's wrong with you? That's K Reno. If you don't know it, look it up. I don't go, what's, what's this? Michelle. I see if it's a Michael or Michelle. It's very simple. Okay. So let's let's wrap because we got three black men and a white. Oh, sorry. Um, yes, I'm white. No, not that. Not that. Um, it's porn implications with that, and I don't like that. What are you doing, uh, Rosemont? What? All of our female listeners are going to hate us because of you. I don't think they've ever hated us. I don't know. They love. You're us. problematic. Oh, I'm but you're old. But people can forgive you for that, though. That is correct. He's we always get a pass. Old. Speaking of not being old. You have a legend in hip-hop and a humanitarian sitting in there. I don't think anyone would put that with <laughs> with what you just implicated. Uh, okay, well, you got two black men. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and then a hum- humanitarian in a corner. 
It's it's almost <laughs> like having like the best the you know there was a, a most expensive um adult video that ever came out. It was a pirate video. It was a takeoff on um Pirates of the Caribbean that cost over I want to say it was twenty five million dollars. Came yeah. out on Blu Ray, and it it's not something to call home about, but the filmography, the photography, and they actually had um, like uh, effects in there. Beautiful. Are you telling us your life story? What you do on the side? No, I'm. I'm telling you that. Um, I'm telling you all this to transition into Lizzo needs to stop, and somebody needs to um, let <laughs> we her don't know. Have to talk about Lizzo. No, no, no. We do because she has a problem, and oh. everybody, everybody who attacks Lizzo. Um, is not understanding that she has a mental problem that we need to address. Really? Yes, and not say, oh, my God, look how brave. What did she do this time? Well, she showed her butt at the um, Lakers game in Staples Center oh. by coming up there with um, butt, like her butt all the way out, and then she went to twerking, which, by the way, twerking, I give it two more years, and then it's done. But, is this going to go out of style? I think it's no already going to be of doing stuff. it anymore. It's it's too much. Okay. It's strip too clubs much. will be all destroyed. No, no, no. That's the only place strip clubs. I mean, that, that twerking will oh, still well, be. So, Karina, what? Because with that situation, and then of course, Juice World situation, we have something going on in the music industry where people are trying to find themselves, but then at the same time, the problem is is if they are chasing something that they think people want from them. Because there's no reason for a man to have 70 pounds of weed on a private jet. So wait, Juice World shook his booty and weed came out? Because I don't understand. I'm saying addiction in the music industry. Okay. Lizzo is addicted to the limelight. Mm-hmm. So much that she would do anything to stay there. If you've seen anything that pops up on your newsfeed on the Instagrams, I don't even follow Lizzo. Her booty all over the place. I don't want to see that. I don't. I didn't want to see. I don't know. Rosemont keep talking about her because the masses think it's brave. Okay. Showing your whole anus is not brave. Yeah. Now, like that. What do you think about the status of the addiction? Because it's not it's not one of those things of I I, I wonder I wish it was something of people just want to be famous, but it's an addiction going on, not only to drugs, but you could be addicted to being liked. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a possibility. I think um, things like that gotta start way, way, way back, and from from childhood, where uh, um, a sister is has, has it's been instilled in her her value at an early age, and I think that's what's um, maybe missing. We don't want to condemn the sister, but we also want to let her know that her value is more than just showing body part. And I just her, I mean anybody, because. You know, sometimes it's a double standard. If it was, if it was uh, a, a smaller superstar doing it, if it was this particular person, that then everybody would be praising it. But they're they're condemning her basically because they say, "Well, she's too big to be doing it." I don't condone it, no matter what the size, because you have to place more value on yourself by, as a man or and a woman. And by size, because uh, at first when you said bigger, I was thinking uh, star power. But uh, you're talking about uh, body. I'm talking weight. about anatomy. Yes, yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, because it, that's that's one thing that a lot of people go. Oh, and uh, mainly Lizzo mm-hmm. uh, say that. Oh, well, yeah, y'all wouldn't say that if it was a small girl. Yeah, yeah we would. Um, it's, I believe, uh, back in some of our days, we used to have a thing called a chicken head, and we would see that and go, oh, that's very chicken head behavior, and it's. It's, it's one of those things that was in the community, in the culture, that you just frowned upon it. And now with the social medias, now we have to go, uh, we don't like that. 
And yeah, it, it's gotta, the same. You got to play. You, we got to. We got to instill value in our women. That's all it is. And that's that's the, to make them understand. But also, we got to. We can't say that without mentioning this. The industry's influence on how a lot. How do they get a lot of the, the the brothers and the sisters to act? And a lot of the things they do because it may not be a man taking off his clothes or showing his nakedness, but he may be doing something else that's not um, a good look. So it, it goes both ways, but the industry puts that pressure on it. You can sell records doing this. This is going to be a good publicity stunt. This is going to be some shock value. And in reality, it, it's still something that works as a detriment to us and, and our community and our sisters and brothers. So, you know, we're not going to condemn her. I know personally I'm not I'm not going to talk negative about her. I'm just going to just push and steal the value in our sisters, man, straight up. And speaking of our sisters, we're uh, now joined uh, by our uh, sister, sister, who has just joined in uh, on the conversation. We have a packed house today, folks. Uh, go ahead, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Andrea Maria. Okay, you ain't got to say it in a Spanish accent. We're going. <laughs> She's black, by the way, folks. Don't get fooled. Like, okay, we get it. You've been to Mexico once. Hi. <laughs> so go, go, go ahead. So what 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 do you think about this whole situation? And by the way, we we're not only talking about Lizzo, but we're also talking about Juice World who um has passed after right. um popping Percocets and uh, drinking lean allegedly okay. because um there's no conclusive mm-hmm. uh lo- I was going to say Scientology report, oh. but that's the closest I'm going to get to. <laughs> Pretty it. much. Um so it's it's one of those things of the drug usage and yeah. the lifestyle that I think equates itself to fame and that being a drug. Mm-hmm. It kind of comes with it. It comes with the fame if you choose it. It didn't always. I don't think that was always like the, the automatic thing. A and R's used to, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, K Reno, talking about anybody in the industry. Uh, wow, you good? Because <laughs> get it in, let's get it on. Right? Yeah, because we, we we're talking about um, things that K Reno said. You know what? I, I'm not going to deal with any of those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you don't know, K Reno chooses independence, yeah. which um, we applaud here. But so we much. still gotta address it because it still affects the whole. Everybody community hip-hop community and the people the fans who listen so yeah you are you on the right track my brother. perfect um that's one track he can get right on <laughs> you saying i can't rap no okay then watch your mouth because back in the day i used to rap oh how long ago was it uh this was 1924 okay okay so uh what i'm what i'm oh damn it this headphone don't work uh, Marcel, you take over. I can't. What? The headphones. Okay. Well, we got so many people the in the house. What's going on with the um, headphones? It, uh, well, oh, Miss Skyler, okay, do you have an opinion better. on that as well? Well, I I love Lizzo as an artist, yeah. but I was really disappointed. Um, I was disappointed in her, and not, you know, a lot of people did come out and say that it had to do with her weight, and and I. I didn't have, I didn't, I wasn't upset with her because of her weight. I was upset with her because I thought it was extremely inappropriate, mm-hmm. um, what she did. Um, I, I think if she would have been just an average person doing what she did, she would have been kicked out. She wouldn't have been allowed to stay at the game, um, doing what she did, wearing well, what she wore. She wouldn't have been, uh, I wouldn't have been allowed to just walk into a game mm-hmm. in my thong. I, I I don't think it's really what she wore. I think it's just, like I said, the whole... You think it was more about a size? No, no, no. I'm saying squatting down and getting your ego on. Oh. It's just, with, with that type of clothes, if she didn't have that clothes on and she did that, okay, it's a funny bit. But keep showing your booty. It just, it doesn't, it's not cool Mm-mm. that's not i don't know when y'all booty hoes became um women empowerment at all to just show it out and say yeah men could do it i don't i don't recall where men were just showing off they 
anything. Um, not that way. That the closest we got was Usher showing off that little cut that he had. It got it got everybody so damn mad. No, okay, Reno, you got one of them. No. See, and, and again, too, and again, it's just the industry just sets this thing up to where it has always objectified women. And it's always um, particularly objectify black women, and it eventually causes them to objectify themselves. It puts them on autopilot. Yeah. So again, these are these are uh, things that are used to kind of like promote. It's because everybody's talking about her the next day. Mm-hmm. Now I don't look at it as something that that should have been done, but it goes back to promoting the self worth of women. When they're young, the industry turned out men too. Yeah, What's it, his name on the front of the magazine with the the banana looking dress? Yeah. Oh, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, caller, you are on the air, but really, but not really. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of it's got to do with some people saying like they did us a favor when they brought us over here. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't exactly bring us over here to be their guests and sit down and visit with them. They brought us over here as slaves, and as slaves, you know, certain conditions and things go with that. But when we look and reflect off of each other as being black people, mm-hmm. Negro peoples, we become slave masters to ourselves when we don't let each other express ourselves in a way that we can. We become the new slave master, but we doing it to ourselves. That's true. And it's like black and red make brown. Black and brown make red. We are the Indians. But they was massacring Indians. We couldn't admit it. And at the same time, uh, if they hadn't done what they did to the Indians, just maybe we could reflect off of them better than what we do because we learn all that from white peoples. We don't we didn't lock our peoples up like animals. We know how to share everything. When we was living our own in nature and doing our own thing. We did sell our own people, but yeah. Yeah? Well, okay, then. I just thought I'd try to fit that in now. Okay, okay. well, thank you so we much. All right. Calling. Um, he called before. Yeah, he did. On he a has, previous episode. Okay. I guess you're doing that for Spotify. Well, uh, yeah, for people who, you know, for our listeners. But what if they, what if he, he had got a out really order? long rant? Oh, yes, he did. And he got mad at us because we. Let them do the long rant, but we had music and talked a lot of noise under it. Um, cause a lot of the stuff he says is totally not factual. But, um. Uh, <laughs> He'll call back and debate you. You have to watch out now, Rosemary. Oh, he could debate me all he want to, but he ain't on air. I now have control of the phone. Well, <laughs> okay. No, we put him straight on air. And see, see what I'm talking about with these colonizers. No, what? Not. She should have sat over there with. I don't need you to help me out. See, this is exactly that's how blindside happened. This is a constant thing, um, and I, that's that's how the industry. I turned appreciate out. appreciate you helping out, Miss Skyler. Thank you. If anyone wants to call and contribute to the conversation, feel free to be on really, but not really show. show. All right, now we. Did you like that jingle, Rosemont? No, okay. uh, no, no. But hip hop does objectify women. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really does. What? Well, I wouldn't say. Hip hop. I would you. say the the powers that control hip hop. Correct. That the, they they are the ones who put the money in and promote and the marketing to say, well, okay, you know what, you can do this. You like it. You got a nice body. You get out there and put this outfit on. Even and like Andrea was saying, even with the guys, mm-hmm. it's the same scenario. So hip hop in its pure form. But I know what you mean, though. But well, hip hop in its pure form doesn't do it. But the industry feels it's always been a sex sales type mm-hmm. of whether it's in in in. Hollywood, right. whether it's in music, it's a sex sell, sex driven type of thing. So while Lizzo has a a self confidence that we can appreciate, I don't we can think definitely it's real respect. Well, I, I guess I guess in a way because I know what you, I know where you're going with it's like the pressures of it, mm-hmm. but you got to have a degree of self confidence to to do that. Mm-hmm. But at, on the same token, that's just not the way to do it because you you're beautiful without that. Mm-hmm. And and somebody again has to make understand that sister, you beautiful without doing that. And if mm-hmm. somebody and if they're coming along trying to tell you that that's what you need to do in order to ramp up your your hype, right. then you got to turn that down. You got to let them make it. I, I was listening earlier to uh, Royce the Five Nine uh, talk about how these younger artists are 
breaking their backs just to stay relevant yeah. in in this sport. And that's that's not a thing of just uh for hip hop or R and B or uh it, it's it's a cultural thing around the world of people trying to figure out, okay, it, it's it's a reason why we have uh what's that man's name? Mm. Uh Mr. Kevin Rogers? Hart. Oh. No, no, Kevin Hart on every movie possible mm. constantly because it's we're in a day and age where people get tired quickly. Mm-hmm. And uh of course nobody gets tired of K Reno because K Reno makes <laughs> an album <laughs> once every three months. He makes that might quarterly. be why they get tired of me. No. <laughs> he makes a, a quarterly album so you can never go, Oh man, uh remember K Reno? No, no, no. You if you forget K Reno, it's something wrong with you. you. Can't. Uh, yeah, you can't, and he's always in your face and making sure that, uh, he's speaking that truth, that gospel. Um, and that's, that's one of those things of, he's also an independent artist. It's not trying to break his back to make it, uh, big. Unless you are trying to catch a single, I don't know. No, I mean, I just make music, and if it, if something catches on, then it catches on organically, but, I'm not trying to go through the channels that a lot of the other people are going through. And and that ain't to say that I never did. Mm-hmm. I was young at one point and I was shopping my demo just like everybody else trying to get signed to a label. But that's before I knew the intricacies and, and the, the evils of the industry. And I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. If that's the potential situation or the potential type of artist I might become, right. then I can't do it. So I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to, I guess, not have it got in the door back in those days because I might be gone by now. I might be out of that by now. Now, I was I was mm-hmm. also thinking of the intricacies of um, the the label itself. And the label, so with a guy like Juice Real, yeah. he, he has a label, and I, I don't really recall what label he was on. Tropicana? Okay. Um, that's <laughs> a good joke, though, uh, by the way. Yes, it's never I too I don't soon. know. I don't know who Juice Real is. Really? Mm-mm. I don't barely. Um, I just found out he has a great song that samples. Yeah, I want to say the police. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. What did he do to them? He sampled what? them. Did they arrest him? Stop, because yeah. that's very new, and we keep killing cops in Houston. Okay. Uh, and Ooh. y'all need to stop it. Stop. Was it a sting? No. You said the police. I like that. I just realized no, what I, you meant by police. It yeah. wasn't actual cops. It was stings. Yes, it was. From, from the NWO and WCW okay. sting. Now, we, um, damn it, you took the, oh. What? Juice the, These Juice people, World. I know about Juice where I'm saying what I was saying. Um, the, the thing is, is that he, he signed to a label. When are labels going to actually give a damn about the artist instead of the outcome of the artist? Because that is the problem of, trying to churn out as much music as possible because now we're in a uh, streaming age and it's all about the content but not the person. Right. Yeah, the labels have never cared about the artists. They, they pimps. They, they the right, mass. Without a doubt. They, they always cared about what the artists can do and how, how much they can get out of. You can go right. all the way back to the beginning of music mm-hmm. and um, the beginning of publishing and those things. So that's one of the reasons why people started independent labels mm-hmm. because they didn't want to be under the umbrella of the, the so-called majors. So it's always been a, a strained relationship between artists and, and, and record executive. And it's going to be like that until the artists decide that, you know, well, we are the ones that make this thing go. Right. And we don't have to give 95% of ourselves for somebody to give us five if we're lucky we can do everything ourselves and, and, and it, it ain't always about having the money and the resources and the machine behind you, especially if you know how to use the social media and manipulate that you can, people are blowing up on their own, mm-hmm. but when they blow up, the first thing they do, they get contacted by a label and then they relinquish all that to a label. So we have to just be free minded, independent thinking people and thinking artists and, we can overcome that if we choose to. Now, also, it's it's a, a thing about community because those independent artists, who is their, how, how do they get in touch with the old heads? I was about to ask about that. Because the old heads, um, because the label that he signed to, Interscope, hmm. how many old heads are part of Interscope? 
Yeah. That's been through drug problems. Right. That's been through this. That have lost artists. And that that just doesn't make sense to me unless they just have Jonah Lucas uh came out and said, um, I blame the music. I think first of all, Jonah Lucas, you blame a lot of people for a lot of things and I don't think you know what you're talking about whatsoever. You are very reactive instead of stopping and thinking about what the hell you're talking about. Um, I agree. You, you, first of all, you coming out with a song. Well, of course, the song's not coming out. Uh, what if I was gay? And mm-hmm. um, it's it's just one of those things. I love that black remark. Uh, it's it's not really a full remark, but black people don't do gays like that. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just a known thing. Uh, but it, it's a thing of. The way that Jordan Lucas instantly jumps out there and goes race relations. It's, I don't want a PBS special out there. Like you, you're not, you're not changing anybody's mindset. It's like all of us talking about Juice World and saying drugs are bad. I believe we know that. Right. But then at the same time, we older. These are kids that just got money. And trying this stuff out. And to just tell them straight up, hey, these drugs that you're taking going to ruin your body. It's going to kill you. But didn't he sing about it too? A lot of his songs was on my yeah. pop a pill on Tuesday. And I'll make the, I but, don't know what the words are. But you know. Future <laughs> was talking about Molly and Percocet. And those two things actually don't, don't interact. Yeah. Right? No. Not at all. That's, Take one. That's Whitney Houston. Um, Whitney was taking. Oh, yeah. That's right. Maybe that concoction exactly, at the end. About, yeah. Um, but that's that's one of those things of why why play with that stuff but at the same time the old heads aren't there to go hey moderation okay like if you're gonna do this especially the one thing and I, I really question if this is this is something that was on his person or in his bag or even in his system mm-hmm. they were talking about uh, per perp uh, something came out of Houston. When you want to blame music for anything, truthfully, I think that's the one thing that Houston has um, outsourced. And everybody who has used it, that has outsourced it, like has, you know, received it, they are using it all bad. We, we of course, had some deaths in uh, Houston mm-hmm. from uh, those drinking it. But it's also being priced out for a line not that i know uh mm-hmm. for a line it's right. a yes i didn't I, I was guessing good job mm-hmm. it's 90 for a line 90 dollars for a sip wow and to once you start having that much money that's why with with, with these companies signing artists you get your advance mm-hmm. and then you got to work to actually make your real money I don't know if it's the industry itself that's wrong or the streaming industry that really doesn't care about the artist. Yeah, well, I'll say this because um, personal accountability, you know, does have a place. Mm -hmm. You know, each individual has to be responsible for their own actions. Um, In the case of a brother like Juice World, who was, what, 20, 21? Something uh, like that. Just, just turned 21 yeah. a week right. before he died. So, in my opinion, I always look at the situation where, okay, well, who was who was the, the OGs that were over him? Who who dropped the ball in that previous generation that let him slip in those cracks like that? So, personal accountability happens, but it's generational also, you know, because if something happens with my... 15 year old daughter my 20 year old son Mm -hmm. then there's a degree of blame that has to be placed on me and i would i would say that the majority would have to be placed on me because it's something that i didn't instill or something that i didn't make click with him or her that may have led them to feel like okay i could still do this now they have a responsibility on their own but also um on the bigger picture there is a um a legitimate weaponization of hip-hop Mm-hmm. There's a legitimate weaponization of our music again back to the industry because you have to look at the fact that if 
you me you and me come from an era where conscious rap used to get played on the radio. Yeah. We used to hear Public Enemy, we used to hear X Clan, all this on the radio. Now you don't hear any of that type of music on the radio nope. because consciousness has been pushed not on the back burner. It, it ain't even on the stove no more. Mm-hmm. So you look at that and say, Okay, well why don't why don't you hear the KRS ones and, and the, the dead presses anymore in the mainstream? Because we would rather have these black folks out here killing, drugging, sexing, these things, destroying ourselves than consciousness. We would rather have that because it's all connected to the prison system. Mm -hmm. So how do we feed the prison industrial complex and keep that money going? We change the trajectory of of, of what they're talking about in the music, Mm -hmm. which leads to the, the audience participating in the activity like you say with the drink and now we all out here smoking uh the chronic when drake came out with the chronic we we sipping lean when we came out with the songs about lean and all this ties into criminal activity which leads to incarceration of black people which leads to more money but it's all connected so at the end of the day there's a weaponization Whoa. of hip-hop that takes place mm-hmm. that we don't tend to view as being something that's actually real right? because we just jamming, we just listening to the music, but it's 100% factual. And and because whether it be lean, yep. whether it be opioids, whether it be um, a crack, whatever the case may be, no black people, no people in the inner city are responsible for bringing that stuff in. No. We have we have no ways, no means and resources to be the ones who are the main supplier and manufacturers of, of, of any of that, no. whether it be guns, but somehow it lands in our community. And that, that's been absolute documented evidence of the CIA participating in, in those actions to bring those things into the black community. And, and we just... We we fall right into it because of the lack of education. So it all ties into hip hop, man. So, do you, with, with that in mind, and you mentioned um, sex. Do you believe <laughs> that uh, slip and slide and uh, too short created, well, helped push the HPV um, situation that's going on now? No, you you have to educate me on that. Well, um, they say that almost seventy five percent of people have HPV. Um, how they connected the short? Them, I'm just asking. How, how oh, because they push sex so much. Oh heck, no! Um, no. And that's, <laughs> it's higher than seventy five percent. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's higher. Than it's like 75%. saying watching okay, movies with violence makes you want to shoot things. Well, yeah. I mean, but those videos back in the day, BET and Cut, back when BET <laughs> was real. Um, but, Back when BET actually give, gave a damn about colleges and then put it on Pluto TV. BET, stop playing with black folks, okay? You don't mess with us unless it's some huge money incentive like BET Plus. No, thank you. You're going to sell it on Martin being on there as if black people don't have the DVD of Martin already. You ain't fooling nobody. Stop playing. All right. Um, yeah. You gotta- well, you know what? But that's 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 the thing. Anything that happens on the branches mm-hmm. of a tree, they, they focus on the branches. Mm-hmm. So if they try to put that on Too Short or any other artist, that's branches. And back but in the, the day, root is the key. Right. What's going on at the root? Who's the root of that? And and I, it's ridiculous to hear about anything related to that for them to try to um, pinpoint it on one particular artist or, mm-hmm. or even on the genre Overall, you you can't. They can't do that. Well, you I, read I, about the secret laughable. meeting. Oh yeah, without a doubt. The without a doubt. Without yeah, I, I believe. Um, Absolutely. The, the the biggest thing with hip hop and uh, R and B uh, and it, it's one of those things of it used to be ours, and once it crossed over, now it is being looked at as oh my god, I cannot believe they are promoting. A lot of times we have taken. The foreign idea mm-hmm. is almost the same way when Ka- Kaepernick uh, chose to not perform where the NFL told him to, but on his own terms. And then all of a sudden, black folks are saying, I cannot believe that he made a charade out of this whole thing. No, he didn't make no charade out of this. It, he told them, look, if y'all want me, y'all going to do it on the proper terms. I'm mm-hmm. not going to kneel to you. I'm kneeling because 
I believe there's an injustice. Mm-hmm. I'm not kneeling to show that, hey, you could cut my head off. Right. That's that's just disrespectful. But going back to it, it's it's one of those things of di- hip hop and R&B is not our. Well, R&B is still ours. Hip hop is not ours anymore. Mm-hmm. Black folks don't own it. Um, it's it's one of those things of black folks are really playing towards the white crowds. And if the white crowds don't like it, black folks feel like they have failed. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 very detrimental to, I believe, not only the hip hop game, because, of course, you're going to get old heads that that actually care and make music for the sake of making art. Right. But right now, it's too much. It's a, it's a lot out there. So what you're saying, Rosemont, is that you and me need to team up and become a conscious rap duo <laughs> that will... Mentor all the young rappers in the world. I ain't got time for that. I ain't got patience. And then we need to recruit female rappers who will mentor all the young Lizzo's of the world. And then we can take over all other industries and own all the record companies (laughs) so that once and for all, black is back on our terms. Black is back. And Colin Kaepernick is president. Bring black back. That's what you're saying? Isn't Colin Kaepernick old enough to be president yet? Well, I guess. I wouldn't mind AOC with Colin Kaepernick as her uh, vice. That's a strong ticket. She a rapper too. I don't know. Always. Yeah, she's a rapper. Mm-hmm. She rapping. She, she gets yeah, it. Yeah, she be rapping. I just wanted to let you know, Rosemont. I was listening, so that's why I was just paying attention. Cause that's why I was quiet. I was understanding what the, everything's happening. I am so proud of you. I'm for taking listening. a lot of notes to understanding. Mr. K. Reno, you have a lot, a lot of things um, that you're knowledgeable uh, about. And I appreciate you sharing. Nah, man, stuff. I appreciate y'all having me in here, man. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be on. This, this is everything I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so proud. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow, I appreciate y'all, man. See, that's that's something that, that so many people come up here and they go, "What the hell is this?" But you get it. I it's get it. Everything I, get it. I totally you get thought it, it was man. gonna be. So. We didn't get that crazy yet, but <laughs> who's getting crazy? We haven't. I don't know what you're talking about, but hey, we folks, we will be back after Patrick traffic. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, folks, I'm sorry, I uh, got. Caught up in a moment. Uh, look, folks, when you go out here, you uh, see these crazy women in a club. You go, oh, uh, yeah, I don't have a job. Uh, I'm living with my mom. And they go, oh, my God, that is so hot. And that is the way you get them at club. You know what? F it. The new club on 59 and Fuquay Club, you know what? F it, where most people have just given, well, given up on life and played 2K20. Because 2K20 is out and also Madden, but most people play 2K20 and walk around in basketball shorts and T-shirts and just said, you know what? F it. And women are out there getting it on with those guys and starting families and expecting those guys to change. So if you're one of those guys, folks, come on down to 59 and Fuquay and get it on. Men getting free this time because of men's suffrage. All right, folks. Uh. Back to you in the studio. I did not know we had suffrage going on, but you know it's it's one of those things. Men suffrage, okay. Um, now, of course, we talked about Juice World. We talked about Lizzo. Um, Are we gonna? Their headphones. Are we gonna- you got this. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we, we're stopping the show right now, so no, we don't have to stop. So, she can do it. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll no, tell you later. <laughs> oh Lord, what I meant? Yeah, it's okay. okay. Rosemont was just making fun of you. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Me? You couldn't yeah. get the headphones. No, why would I do something like that? <laughs> like we got some kind of past. Now, uh, what would you say, Marcel? Oh, uh, I was just saying, <laughs> oh, because you know, uh, could we have like legendary Carino here and Miss um, Skyler? Ms. Skylar Don is here and Ms. Andrea is here. Are they all going to participate in our songs at the end? Ooh. Our freestyles. 
Are freestyle stuff freestyle? Probably, freestyle, uh, probably not. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna force K. First of all, K. No. Reno is not no. He, he don't have blackface on. Okay, <laughs> he's not finna sing and dance. He ain't got his white gloves on, and I don't want to hear no Spanish rap. And no, no offense. Why uh, not? Okay, you got something against? No, I have nothing against. Me being uh, brown tonight. Bitty bitty bum bums. <laughs> um, is that small booties or big booty? I don't know. She ain't have enough Are pictures. You fun of her? That's rude. How? I don't know. People make fun of dead people. It's just all the everything time. you say about women, no, I uh, just question it now. I don't know whether it's good or it's bad. No, I love women and men. Now, um, Scott, what? What's going on? Keep going. All right, Scott. Hey, man. What's up? Why are you here? Look, we have way too hey, many. Hey, man. See, I want to know how come you didn't tell me about K Reno, man? What was I going to tell you about? You didn't tell about? me he was going to come on the show. Okay. You didn't tell me about all these ladies in the house. Mm. I'm outside talking to Jackie Chan doing Rush Hour 4. You said you telling me Jackie Chan is outside right now in the cold. I was talking outside. Okay. I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Then Marcel texted me saying we got a packed house. We can't need you. We don't need you tonight. Okay. Y'all need me every single night. We don't need you every single night. Y'all we don't, don't need have you a boring show. Nobody calls here. Now you're trying to talk about some real stuff. All right. Y'all need me. I, we don't. I Y'all need me, man. I swear. Chris, I, Chris Tucker, everybody. Chris Tucker, we, what? we, we will never need you. What's up, man? Ever. Okay. I would rather have Paul Mooney on here pissing off all the white people that listen to I our want station. I want to talk to Scholar, man. No offense to Scholar. Thank you. That was a good transition. Go ahead. Talk to Scholar. Then. Yeah. Miss Scholar, it's Chris. Hey, girl. Um, I just want to, I, I gotta get over cold. I just want to know. So, um, I, you know, I see you sometimes you're doing this show at the end after, after really, but not really. Like, how long you been doing your show? Damage Control? Uh, I've been doing Damage Control for five and a half years. Five and a, you created that show? I did not create that show. That show's been going on for 17 and a half years. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. So you make, so you like, you, you, you own it now? No, I don't own it. No, that's DJ Chill and Zeke, and I'm just part of it. Mm, just part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that just means you run things. You're just trying to be nice. <laughs> I like that. I'm part of it. And, uh, Chris, what's, what's up, man? Chris, uh, yeah, man. First of all, that's a dumb question. No offense. I'm trying to, I got notes, man. Excuse me, Miss Scholardon.com. Did you create? I got a, a Andrea control? question. What, what? What? Okay. How about move, move it on? Go I, ahead. Ask Miss uh, Marie. Maria. Is it Maria? Uh, Andrea Maria. Maria. Yeah. Maria. Mm-hmm. That's not her real. I just, I want to know. Go ahead. First of all, I want to see. code switching. So, uh, what about you? You work with Cameron on his show as well. What, yep. what do you do on the show? I just started co-hosting. Ah, co-hosting. Mm-hmm. See, I like this. So, <laughs> I want to understand how, like, what made you want to become a co-host? Why would you want to lend your voice on that particular type of platform? What drew you to that? Well, his platform, I like it because it's, it's just a lot of realness going on. Um, we talk about real topics that the community need to hear about. Heard that, Rosemont? I did it. I asked a real question. I got a real answer. Y'all owe me fifty dollars. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, I was gonna move on, but no. I need we... some cough medication, man. <laughs> okay, we just talked about. Get out of here. Chris Tucker's breast stinks. Well, that's always okay. That's and he because... took my microphone away from me. Well, he's he's on the nipple <laughs> of uh, society. Hey, man, I don't like him no more. Okay, well, you don't have to he's like. He's walking us, out now, Chris. Okay. Um, Sorry, guys. Have have any of y'all seen the show on Netflix called uh, mm. Astronomy Club? No, I haven't. Seen it. No. Okay, I I, I will uh, venture to say everybody should see Astronomy Club uh, that is in this room. Everybody outside of this room, uh, I I cannot tell you to watch a show or a movie or anything, but just know this: sometimes black people hate themselves so much. Because they're not around their own people. That's what Astronomy Club is. It's a sketch show that um, just came out. It's bad. It's so bad. It's literally black people do this and black people are stupid for Wait, doing it. You talk about the same thing? Astronomy Club is the bad show you don't want us to watch? but That's the name of the sketch show. So you want us to watch it? I want y'all to watch it. Oh. 
<laughs> but what did you say? Don't watch. No, I'm telling the people. Which people? The people who are listening. How, how many? What do you? Th- who do you think I'm talking to? I don't whenever? know. I'm Every, you know, I could talk to you mm-hmm. directly, and then whenever it's a group, I could talk to them. I'm sorry. And then I could also talk to the listener. The same way where you tell people to call. You, you think you're talking to me when you do that? I don't know. Your, your eyes are everywhere. Okay. <laughs> This is this is why this never works, uh, and that's why everybody's constantly confused. All right, now, um, folks, we have in the studio. This is really, but not really. Uh, I am Rosemont, along with Marcel Monroe. Um, to my right is Scholardon dot com. Get the white person out the way. Then also uh, Andrea Maria Casanedas, uh, and then uh, <laughs> Carino. Carino. Um, uh, Carino. Now he said Crino earlier, so I'm moving up. <laughs> right. I'm getting my my cook got pronounced. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You you two are uh, on the show together, so it's El Carino. Uh, so <laughs> that's what's up. No, he's also Spanish by uh, yep. association. Um, <laughs> so that's everybody who's in the building right now, except for that black guy who just walked in and I up oh, lost them. So <laughs> if anything is missing later, uh, Miss Galadon, that's on you. Um, well, she controls damage control all the time, so she knows what to do. She does not control da- damage control. Okay. I, you did not have a phone call we had. Oh. She's just like, I don't know what's going on with these black folks. I said, I'm black too. Stop <laughs> talking about us like that. But she gets enough uh, mail from jail, so, you know, they like her. She just showed me a picture of a guy who drew a picture of her, and I'm like, okay. Well, I, wish somebody really dro- I wish somebody would draw a picture of me. You know. You guys hear I that? told you I was learning. Okay, hey, Reno draw pretty good. <laughs> oh, you draw too? No, you want to look like stick man then you let me draw you. <laughs> that's what I drew. Well, that's uh, the part that I'm missing of my body. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> um you can I get lots of good pictures of me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Almost some taken by some guy who used to do porn. Well, I mean, if they used to do porn, they don't admit that to me. Okay. So, we, one day we'll get into the type of pictures you post, because my, my, my mom saw... I not post bad pictures. Uh, that's that's up to the interpretation of humanity. Yes. So, as we approach the new year, 2020, this is a question for all of y'all here. Mm-hmm. Um, start with you, Mr. K. Reno. How would you like to see hip hop? How, how would you like to see hip hop evolve um, in twenty twenty? Uh, really, basic. Basically, what Don was saying. What um, I'm sorry, what Rosemont was saying. Don, look, <laughs> okay, let, let's, get this, yeah, let's, let's get this out Who's the way. Don? Okay, just because Don is back around does not mean that y'all can start saying his name. Yeah, okay. yeah, I yeah. am Rosemont. But what I want to see is um, more ownership. We got to take more ownership of our art because it's this is a billion multi-billion dollar industry and we're not seeing those billions we're not seeing the bulk of that we're seeing crumbs mm. off of those billions so i would like to see um, us as artists educate ourselves more yeah. and take more ownership in our art for us publishing and all that so you won't make all this great music and then somebody else is feeding their family 50, 60, 70 years down the line with it. I want to add on that real quick. Um, with people taking ownership of their uh, publishing and uh, owning their own rights. I was going to ask, what uh, kind of ownership? Okay, publishing. Okay. But it's one thing also, and this will offend a lot of people who will eventually be on our show. Uh-uh. Um, when he's referring to that, he's also referring to not also not being signed to a company who then you still have to answer to just because you own your own uh, masters and then are still signed. What do you get out of it? Because why they give you crumbs of, hey, you got some artists, build up these artists, and then we're going to take all their money. Yeah. What are we doing? We're, you, it's a lot of people that I respect, Eminem being one of the people. He does the same thing. He signs all these people. If you look at all the people that Eminem signed and Dr. Dre, all they're doing is going, hey, this is a good deal. Okay, then turn around. Here's your masters. But still, you are signed with this company. What's the point? Yeah. Go Get away from these companies completely. Yeah. yeah like, it's not worth it. Miss mm-hmm. Andrea, what do you think? 
well, to that question. Hip hop evolving, evolving. What I would like to see, yeah, is first of all, like especially the young people, newcomers coming into it, to be to have mind of their own and to start to to think like uh, maybe if they have any addictions or something that they need a shake first before getting into it. Because when you get all this money, all of a sudden, I mean, you know, it comes so easy. So maybe you know, think people who who think out the box, think like you know, maybe let me come up with a business plan first, and if I'm I might come into this money overnight. Let me I need to know what to do with it first. That's what I want to see in hip hop changes first before people get into it. You know, you on your way into it. People mentoring them and letting them know, you know, so they stay on the right track with it. Yeah, financial literacy. That's a good point. Yeah, that's financial literacy. <laughs> and Miss Skyler, what do you think? Uh, I think more white people should. You're think not Skyler. <laughs> Your intern, John. No, I'm Bubbles. But God. what would I like? Oh, what I'm would sorry. I, what would Bubbles. I like to see improve in hip hop? Or evolve, or evolve? or something different? Or? More post Malone. No. <laughs> oh, so that's silly. wrong. You're what? so silly. No, it's not even in hip hop. Well, I would like to see. You know, because of damage control, we have so many artists come in and, and new artists and underground artists. I would like to see um, for them to take the, the craft and the art more serious mm -hmm. because we see them. Um, we see a lot of artists when they're first starting out and and a lot of artists are still they 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 don't see it so much as a they're not seeing it as a business so much. They mm -hmm. um, they don't take it as seriously. Um so I would like I would like them, at least the artists that we deal with, um, to take it more serious, to actually take it as a business because I think it's so oversaturated because so many of them aren't taking it serious. It's it's kind of like they have one foot in the door mm -hmm. instead of fully committing, and so then um, it's and I think that's why they are so they they play with. They are playing with drugs and yeah. guns and all this stuff so much because they're not, um, they're not taking it like it's not like a K Reno. It, they're not, they're not using it as a craft. They're just kind of playing with it and still doing other stuff, and um, yeah. and so they're not fully committed anywhere. And by the way, um, I, I know you you'll ask me later, but we just had the time. Uh, as far as what Rosemont believes, I believe that um, these artists need to. Uh, drugs aren't bad. I will say that drugs are cool. You can take drugs, but the biggest problem is is whenever you go. I don't have enough of it because for hip hop artists and the mainstream. To pretend like drugs are this horrible thing as if, first of all, we have seen uh, the dude from Casey and JoJo on stage crack the hell out. <laughs> Cisco, crazy drugged out. We have seen DMX chewing on his face. Mm. We have seen mystical raping women. This is, this is the industry and this is this, that's just hip hop. Then you go over to rock and roll. This is the music industry. And it's one of those things of how many people made it out of there. Joe Budden used to be addicted to everything under the sun. And now he's one of the most influential people in hip hop cultural period. And he's clean. Because he stopped pumping it up. Is that why? No, he no, that's not why. I, I get what you I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't like pumping up jokes. Okay. Because uh, we got to put a little bit more respect on the man's name. He's he's done a lot. Uh, speaking I'm of sorry. respect on people's name, let's roll out with this. <laughs> we like to end the show every with this. Wait, we got, wait, wait. We don't. Have, oh. ninety point one KPFT. You just set me up. Everybody right. sing it. Houston, Texas. I don't have. Pussy Fat Cup 90.1 I'm so tired KPFT